Hi, I'm Delina. I'm Diane. And I am Gabby. And this is One Podcast Fits All. A show about three amigas who refuse to fit in. Opening up about our struggles with a comedic twist. This podcast is for informational and or entertainment purposes only and is not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. A quick warning. This episode contains discussions of mental health, eating disorders, and life struggles in general that could be triggering for some. Listener discretion is advised. Well, uh, welcome to One <laughs> Podcast Fits All. We are so happy that you're here. We're so happy this is happening. We've been talking about this for a hot minute. I'm Sunny D. Um, I have another podcast called Pot Smoking Moms. Um, have done stand up comedy, done theater. I am a mom, and I also smoke pot, as I mentioned uh, uh, before. Getting together with Diane and Gabby have been like. We've been working together for a really long time and yep. we've been wanting to do something else creatively. This is a different part of our lives. I think we've all graduated into this next part of our lives and like we're ready for it and we're ready to connect with everybody in long form podcast format. Something nobody has ever done before. Wow. We are innovators. <laughs> So that's me, Sunny D, our next uh, host of yeah. the podcast, Diane. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Wait, am I supposed to be doing NPR voice? Welcome to our murder podcast. Just kidding. You Hi. have to lure him in. Yeah, lure him in. Huh, this is this is my sexy voice. And this is what I really sound like. Huh, your boner just fell down. <laughs> um, I am Diane. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, no, that's the wrong one, this one. <laughs> that's also the sound I make every time after I eat, like, Taco Bell. But anyway, my stomach, my butt. <laughs> that was a fart joke. Um, <laughs> that was a fart joke. Sorry. Prepare, prepare to hear those a lot throughout the podcast. Diane, um, tell us who you are. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, oh first of back. all. I have Spray ADHD, back. everyone, um, as you, you notice. <laughs> um, extreme ADHD, like both a combined type, which inattentive and hyperactive, which is fun. Um, I've been doing comedy, either sketch or improv or stand-up for 13 years. Um, and yeah, I, uh, I'm very excited about this um, podcast. I don't know what else, what else do you all want to know about me. I'm a woman. I'm a Cuban. <laughs> Um, Your pronouns are um, she, she, her, hers, is, is, is. Yeah. Um, I'll go by they too. I've said that before. I don't mind going by they as well. Some people sometimes think I'm a dude and I'm like, all right, that's cool. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. sure. Let's get into that debate before we finish introducing ourselves. Yeah. Let's, let's just, let's just, <laughs> I know. Let's just explode here from, Hey guys, what do you think about politics? Yeah, no, just <laughs> fuck it up all right now in the beginning. But yeah, that's me. Um, been doing comedy for some time, and I'm very excited to be doing this with my friends. Yay! Friends. And next up, we have another lovely lady and host of the One Podcast Fits All. I'm Gabby. <laughs> Welcome to me. <laughs> um, hi, I'm Gabby Fernanda Sanchez. I am a woman on <laughs> earth. I do improv comedy and sketch comedy with Front Yard Theater Collective, a sketch comedy and improv group I started in 2010. 
we recently did a series called Quarantine Around the World, where we did video sketches from the lockdown, which was very fun and unusual. And I'm very excited to finally be here with two of my best friends in the world, sharing our thoughts to the world and oh, trying to shucks. make the world a better place one episode yeah. at a time. Laugh, we'll laugh, we'll, we'll cry, cry. <laughs> we'll fart probably. And no, burp. Farting. No, no farting or burping. I'm not making any promises, though. I am putting my foot down. But I've, d- I've done a pretty good job to not get into that. We already had one fart joke <laughs> introduced already. Oh, uh, man, I'm sorry. So I this used is a timer. One joke. You it's guys suck at rules. Do you and your friends finally have a podcast? Why, yes. Yes, we do. Is this your first time podcasting and haven't quite figured out how to properly introduce your show? Well, um, actually, Do you I... draw a blank when you're introducing yourself and you don't even push the zillion things you do, like a one-person improvised telenovela show called Solovela and your show where you impersonate famous psychic what that Mercado called Mercado de la Fortuna? Then it's time you go to podcast school for the ABCs of podcasting. You will learn basics like... Recording a proper introduction for you and your co-hosts. Picking a theme for your episodes and sticking to it. Finding a niche that accurately describes you without falling into a stereotype. Podcast School, where we charge you to learn the things we taught ourselves in quarantine. No refunds. Bitcoin accepted. I know. So together, we've been working together for a while now. We, I, uh, I met uh, Diane through stand-up comedy. Yep. And then Diane introduced me to Front Yard Theater because my husband's musician and we, uh, they did parodies. Then I got pulled into the parodies thing and we started doing s- theater together. And that's fucking my, fun my as shit. Friends, We've done my some friends really have fun an inside stuff. joke because they say that you can't be a best friend of mine unless you're in Front Yard Theater. Like, right. <laughs> only my yep. best friends are the ones that perform with me. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, I met Gabby when I, while I was doing stand up. Wow. I didn't realize I met both of you while I was doing stand up. Um, yeah. My stand up story is complicated. But anyway, yeah. I met Gabby on open mic and she gave me a flyer and I kind of put off going for a while and eventually I went. And she then, gave you a flyer to see them at the at front yard? Like, yeah. The, the actual front, front yard, yard when they were in the, at the house. Well, yeah. the truth is, I saw Diane and I was like, oh my God. This girl is really cool. Like, <laughs> Thank how, you. How do I get this person to be my friend without being like a creep? Like, it's so hard to make friends as a grown up because you yeah. can't just be like, hey, do you want to play with me? Like, I know how to do jokes, too. And maybe we could like do stuff. Yeah. So I was like, oh, hey, by the way, you know, I have a yard and we do improv in it if you like want to check it out or, or not. Yeah. Whatever. Trying to be so cool. Yeah, because there was like two shows that they had. You guys had one thing where you did like the the thing at the Olympia. It was like I forgot it was an eighties movie that you guys didn't. Have, you oh, guys we did the up. Flickin' Summer series and yeah. we did Ferris Bueller's Day Off at the yeah. Olympia. Oh my and then god, we had a dance one of my favorite movies. On That's one of my favorite movies. My kids named after one of the characters. This is yeah. why we chose this movie. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah, it's a really yeah. good one. But I eventually showed up, and mm. you know, it's all you know. All downhill from there. Mind you, the same thing happened to me with Delina. Like, I met Delina through Diane. Yeah. Filming a short movie for the 48-hour film Right. Festival. So, you, yeah. at first, you guys came to record a parody for a show you were doing. Yep. And then we're, and you were like, come, see us perform it. And me and my husband were like, okay, of course, we'll go see you perform it. We went to see them. They were really nice. We kind of, uh, me and Robert, well, I don't know about Robert. I kind of thought. Everybody was going to have sex with each other. 
Because I was like, are they flirting with me? I don't know. It was hard to tell. I was like, are they just being nice because we like the same things? Or do we? are we going to go have sex? Welcome to the Swinger Podcast. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Front Yard Orgy Collective. One podcast fits all the holes. I will tell you this. Whoa. Like, whoa. Sorry, guys. To, to a certain level, I'm, I'm, I agree with you because sometimes... I'm I'm not proposing to you guys. This is not indecent proposal. Right. But sometimes like, man, I would have sex with all my friends. Like I love them and they're all really cute and beautiful and Yeah, we are we're all pretty good looking. Yeah. yeah. Like not I'm so. not saying let's do it, but I'm down. Right. And that's always <laughs> okay, what cool, and that's always cool. the vibe I picked up. I was like, Well, are they flirting with me? They're buying us drinks. Are we supposed to like But we were go though. back to our we crib afterwards? We were flirting with you because I met you when we were recording that thing. Yeah. And I was like, again, I was like, Oh my god. No, no. This couple is amazing. Like, no. Can I-, I hope they think we're cool. Okay. And by the way, this is around the time that Delina actually was getting married. Right. And then like you got like you guys had just started becoming cool, but like you weren't like close enough to be invited to the, like you had invited right. everyone and paid it for the wedding. Right. And then and then Gabby's like, Can you sneak me into the wedding? <laughs> <laughs> Which in retrospect I did. I, did I really that. wish we would have. Yeah. But we weren't friends yet. Yeah, yeah but yeah, we but weren't you, there yet. And was weddings like, no. are expensive. Weddings are insane. Yeah. Weddings are crazy. Freaking weddings, bro. Yeah. All of us. Oh, yeah, wait, 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 wait. All of us are married. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, that's why I'm saying oh, yeah, this is the next yeah. this is the next part of our life because we're we've all gotten married, we've all done theater, but we're kind of like in a weird place, right? Where it's like we want to continue to create, but like we need to have a reason to create. And I feel like as long as we have a podcast or something that makes us mm-hmm. have to work, we're gonna do something. We're going to make people fucking laugh. We're going to make them cry. We'll make them fart. A lot of people were not going to like us. We're I gonna, mean, it's just that's how it goes, guys. We're going to make them listen to us, a.k.a. our friends and family. Yeah. yeah. I know. You know what? It'd be, it, you should do, like, you know what they do with the time the timeshare? Timeshares! <laughs> it's a joke. We'll get into that. But, um, like, we like... You know how like oh yeah um you guys want like free coffee and danishes or whatever or like tickets for like a Broadway show or whatever they do like in Vegas like they do tickets for like a show yeah. but then you have to sit there for like a four hour timeshare presentation oh, right we should be like oh man we buy all this booze and food and then we just lock the doors listen to our podcast yeah, here <laughs> fifty two episodes no. One day, one day, it's two episodes, twenty contestants. <laughs> the oh last my god! One awake wins. It's our version of Squid Game, right? It's our version of Squid Game. We force our friends to consume all the content we've we created over the, the course. Face. Spoiler alert! Yeah. Or we shoot them in the face. No, we listen. Please listen to our podcast. We will not shoot you in the face. We're not going to force you to listen to our podcast either. And actually, but if, sort of. If you do listen to our podcast, send us an email. And for tell sure, us what you want us to talk about? Well, send us an email and send get and support <laughs> us and say, "Hey guys, hang in there. You'll get better." <laughs> I propose that uh, you send a carrier pigeon. Um, we're recording out of Hialeah. Just you know, put a little, roll up a little note, put it in the pigeon's mouth, and you know, I know. Send a carrier pigeon to Hialeah. Hialeah. If a carrier pigeon comes to Hialeah, it ain't coming back. I'm Mm-mm. gonna tell you that. Yeah, because it's gonna be it's gonna be either used in a santero, <laughs> in a santero. <laughs> It'll be a ritual or a dish. Yeah, right. Which uh, my dad has a conspiracy theory that the chi- the rotisserie chickens at Publix are pigeons. Mm, and pigeons <laughs> it depends on the Publix. Fine. 
Yeah. Danny and I have a theory that there's a good Publix and a bad Publix. Oh, absolutely. Depending 100%. on the neighborhood. 100%. I've never been to a bad one. I mean, I don't I don't uh, go to a lot. I don't uh, frequent lots of Publix. No, Publixes? That's because you moved to Broward. So you're like. No, no. There's a bad Joe's one in Broward. Now. There's a bad one in Broward. For those of you who don't know Publix, it's a local supermarket. That's uh, located. I fucking hate. I work there. I feel like everybody who lives in Florida has worked at Publix in one way or another at some point in their life. And that's where I met my husband. Like, I met him, met him. I had met him before, but I met him, met him at Publix. And my mom worked there, too. Isn't that crazy? Everybody uh, worked at Publix. You see, you found love at Publix. But Publix is not because a pleasure shopping to work is there. a pleasure. Shopping we, maybe, working mm, sucks. But but they, but they do have a four hundred one k for the okay, workers, right? But they, like they pay you like shit. Of- yeah, they have perks, but you have to fucking suck the big one to be able to get those perks. And it's just like it's slave work, and they try to make themselves be like it's a really nice place to work, but it's fucking hellhole. Plus, la gente no quiere pagar. Everybody's another thing we might want to bring up to our <laughs> audience. Now that I speak in Spanish, we're all Hispanic. Uh, we have different levels of Hispanity, though. Hispanity is that Hispanity? Yeah, let's it, add la, more la, words. La, to la, la, la Latinones, Latinas, Latines, la, la, Latinx, Latinx, Latinx. I don't Oy, like stop that. Stop trying making fetch happen, bro. Latinx. Stop trying. Okay. Like is that like a generational thing? Like well, uh, the hip Latinos, lat- Latinx. It's a whole no, thing. It's, it's a, a whole it's, thing. It's, it's it is a whole thing. Yeah. Well, yeah, because basically the Spanish language is gendered, right? Like there's a yeah. female male version of everything. So Latinx is to try to be more inclusive of those who don't fit the gender binary. You okay. want to freak out? Yeah. You know what I learned today about the term Latinx? Dime. Apparently, the term Latinx is also not a great term because it's a term created by english-speaking yes. intellectuals to refer to a certain generation right yeah so the word itself is in english so in espanol it's not natural como pronunciar latinx. Yeah. Well, no, that, oh, i've heard true. latine claro so the correct quote-unquote correct term is latine pero again that's a whole other debate because that's, that's the a- plural in spanish is by default masculine so right. that's why they do the a thing now yeah but i mean on one hand, it's the evolution of language, and language yeah. evolves. And yeah, on the yeah. other hand, I'm kind of lazy about it because <laughs> I already learned the language this way. I I, I already learned Nepani. No yeah, but we have to adapt to know, the ever-changing no, world around us. Know, it's really absolutely. hard, though. I'm not going to lie. It is very hard to have these concepts ingrained in your mind and then have to kind of undo the damage and undo the brainwash and that then, people have yeah. done. And then also referring to who we are as cisgender white females, right. we're not really affected that much by right. by pronouns. Right. Yeah, and not only that, like, as, like, I call myself a Latina personally, that's how I refer to myself. Like, we live in a place where... We're the majority, pretty much. So yeah, we yeah. have a lot of privilege. Yes. We have a lot. We of have a lots yeah. of privilege. And I've also said this on the other podcast. I feel like, you know, I've been very lucky to be surrounded by other people that are like me because sometimes that's not the case. And mm-hmm. you know, were we to go to somewhere else, we'd feel very alienated. So mm-hmm. it feels good being in Florida and being, you know, a Hispanic in our in our bubble woman. In yeah. a bubble. But also that's why I like that we've always had that same mentality of kind of using our platforms to 
be supportive. Right. I don't necessarily like saying giving a voice to the disenfranchised because we ourselves are not disenfranchised. Yeah. But uh, we do want to show support and we do want to send love out there and try to be as respectful as possible yeah. because I will talk about this in a minute or two. Yeah. We're all, we are also have our own struggles and we also want society to treat us differently and to see us in, under a different light. Absolutely. So we should also reciprocate that. Yeah, for sure. Reciprocate. Yeah, it's really it's 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 a learning process. It's really hard to. It's just it, we just have to you know eventually get there, and it's and the thing is, you know what? It's something that I have to that I struggle with constantly too. You don't mm-hmm. live that life, so you can't really speak to it. Like yeah. right. you know, you can't really speak to that. So and it's hard because you speak. Based on your experience alone. Right, right. And also, ¿qué te importa? ¿Qué <laughs> te importa I, lo que yo haga? I really get peeved that people are, oh, you know, this trans person, and why do I got to call it, it a she or he? ¿Qué te importa? Yeah, How does it affect your exactly life? Exactly. The like, person wants to be a he, call him a he, give him the respect. Right. Like, but, yeah, I, I, I mean, again, all of us are cisgendered in this table, so, like, we don't grapple with that experience of having a, a you know with having your body not match the identity feel. of your mind yeah. but we can identify with body dysmorphia oh absolutely and empathize with that uh, for yeah, sure so ultimately that's another thing that we all have in common is um weight body dysmorphia <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we've all had uh of uh, i don't know how can i explain we're it? fat <laughs> <laughs> sorry guys um by the way I can use that word to describe myself. Um, I, I, I have no problem using that word. I know right. that word carries some connotation, um, but like, if someone's like, "You fat bitch," I've like, never had a problem you. with that word. I've never really had a problem with the word "fat." Yeah, me neither. I hate that word. I have all the problems in the world. It's, it is a shitty word. I, people have weaponized that word against me. But f- I, for some reason, I f- it's so interesting. I feel like, yes, I am damaged because of a lot of things that I've gone through as a kid being fat. But at the same time, you kind of take those things and it makes you who you are a little bit. Yeah. So it's like a struggle, right? You know, the fat, and I, and I hate this term, fat girl personality. Have you guys heard that before? Have you all heard that? Well, I use that a lot when I got, when I was very thin, when I lost a lot of weight, I felt like I was still fat. Like there was no, ever no way of like really ever being thin, thin, because deep down inside, and people will still weaponize it against you. Even yeah. when you do lose weight, people will always know that you were fat and they'll always have some shit. Say, so if I mean, you know, people are trying to hurt you. But really. here's my thing. Like, okay, so for example, like, I'm sure a lot of us have been teased growing up for being overweight and being fat or whatever. And the funny thing is now I go on like Facebook and these people try to offend me. I'm like, you're fat too. Welcome to the club. So what? Like you see people who used to not be fat and give you shit for and being now fat. And in their old age, they're fat. And you're like, hey, I'm, bitch. Like, I'm like, welcome. Look what it tastes like. Mm-hmm. Do you want the orientation? good, huh? Do you want the orientation? <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I feel like, um, yes, I agree with you guys that it's a beautiful concept to love yourself and accept yourself as you are. But these motherfuckers make it hard, man. And it's not easy, though, <laughs> by you any means. Loving yourself is hard as fuck. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And honestly, it's a practice. Like, it, it is because in the times where I've been skinnier, um, in the times where I've been in shape, society lets you know 
how, what a failure you used to be. Oh, like, oh, oh man, keep yeah. it up, you know keep I mean? it up. Oh, wow, I'm keep sorry. It yeah. It's keep it up, like, guys. I'm so relieved that you decided to be skinny and, and be normal again because you were really fat. Right, and they don't even have to say it like that for you to know that no, that's what they mean. Yeah. 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 No, like, for example, like, you know, like, I remember one at one point I lost a bunch of weight. I get into the elevator at work, and they're like, oh, have you lost some weight, Diane? I'm like, yeah. Like, oh, keep it up. I'm like, keep it up. I'm like, like what? I'm not good enough already. I still have to keep going. Why do I have to keep it up? Yeah. I'm yeah, like, they used to tell me that too. Keep it up. I'm like, why don't you, yeah, like, well, why don't you keep your mouth shut about that? Like, yeah. Well, have has anybody ever said anything about like, um, I just spaced out. Sorry. It's oh. okay. <laughs> I mean, going on that about people commenting on your weight, like, I'm, I'm, it's, it's, it's okay to give a compliment to a person, right? Like, but but make sure that it comes from a place of nice. You know? But I like, feel like well, those people have internalized shit too, yeah. and they've been fucked up by society. So they're naturally just fitting into what society has made them yeah. believe. But like, I'll take it better if somebody says, "Oh my god, you look great," and end it up there. That's yeah, like, and not attach the weight, and not attach, the weight, and not attach exactly. the weight to it. Have you ever has have you ever had the have you ever lost? A lot of weight to where people are also now telling you, hey, maybe you shouldn't lose any more weight. Have you ever been there? I have not gone to that level of skinny. Um, I've is, been that there. That is one of my goals. I want people to but tell no, me to stop being so I've, skinny. But I've been there and it is a total mind fuck. It is a mind fuck. It is a real mind fuck because like what the fuck am I supposed to be to make like what your body is Goldilocks? No, you're too big. Yeah, this hey, is too yeah. small. Wait, right. no, Danny has a story like that. Danny, my husband... When he he lost a bunch of weight, y la gente lo veían, and they'd be like, "Qué te pasa, papo? Estás enfermo." Right? Why? Do, why is he sick? Mm. When I when I was doing comedy, uh, that was another joke. Is like, oh, when people would ask you, oh, how 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 did you lose the weight? Because people have this thing of they need to know how you lose the weight, right? Uh, because we're yeah. so obsessed with this with it. And people would ask me, and then I'd be like, oh, it's cancer. Like, just to see what the reaction would be. Because that would teach you to fucking shut your mouth, right? Like, if somebody has some really fucked up disease and they've lost weight, that's another reason why you don't bring up weight when you talk to people. Because what if they're having a pro? What if they're they're sick? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I remember I posted a picture in in one of my weight losses where I was wearing the shorts that were so big. Like, the typical picture Uh of me holding up the pants Uh Uh to show how thinner you are. Yeah, you don't fill the shorts up. Right, right, yeah. right. And um, proud moment. And I started getting a bunch of DMs on, on Facebook, instant uh-huh. messages. How? How did you do it? How? And I would reply. Like, I remember replying to this one girl, like, oh, you know, I'm doing these smoothies and I take the spinach. Oh, I can't do spinach. She replied. And I'm like, okay. No one's asking you <laughs> to. Like, I'm not your nutritionist. Right, bitch. I'm just sharing what I'm doing. You take it or leave it. Like, what? take it or leave it. This is how I make my I hate that. Movie. I hate when people yeah. do that. Someone's like, oh, how'd you do it? I'm like, I I was like, I, um, I'm hungry all the time and I'm sad. But yeah, I look great. <laughs> right. You cry a lot when you're restricting yourself <laughs> yes. from all the things you love. Yeah. You really do. I cried a lot. The thing is, for me, like I cried, I would, I, I always cry at the beginning because I'm a human yo-yo, so I always gain it back. Um, but it, there comes a point which is so hard. I've only gotten there twice in my life, where the the gain or the weight loss and the gain of skinniness it becomes like a drug. 
and it yeah. becomes like addictive. Mm-hmm. So you're like, okay, nothing tastes as good as skinny feels. Right. And that's the saying a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. Which is from Kate but, Moss, who was heroin chic. Right. You know when, and that was when back I, when we were growing up and that we were yeah. being affected like by the, the way people thought stuff. about bodies. Yeah. Kate Moss was huge at the time when we were it, yeah. at, at a very pivotal moment of our lives because we're all kind of the same, same age. Yeah, yeah we're, in our, we're in our 30s. We're in our mid-30s. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to be like, yeah, are we going to be a little more specific than just um, in our 30s? I'm about, to turn, <laughs> I'm about to turn 36. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, good I'm for you. I'm about to turn 40, bitch. Nice. <laughs> congratulations. I'm about to turn 21. Ha, I'm younger than all. Just oh. kidding. No, guys, I'm turning 30. I turned 38. I just turned 38. 38. Okay, I'm the oldest bitch in here. Cool. Um, well, fine, I'm all right. But with years. age comes I'm wisdom. Cool. And beauty, okay? And wrinkles. The fuck yeah. I'm the, I'm the prettiest one and the oldest one, all right, bitches? No, whatever. <laughs> Welcome to the One Podcast Fits All pageant. <laughs> Welcome to the to the one host one ups the other. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's going to be, listen. I'm, I, I, you, we were, I am competitive. I know you bitches are a little bit competitive as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. For sure. So uh, it make, it'll make the dynamic very fun for everybody to listen yeah. to. Listen, <laughs> we'll, we'll fill up a pool with Jello, and we'll just wrestle. And if we kiss a little bit, it's okay. Um, I was going to eat the Jello uh, you personally, know, I, but... Um, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> we'll see what happens. We'll get a lot of people to see it. Like, if we go live on TikTok... Ratings, baby. Wrestling and Jello. Yes. Something that Gen X... Oh, I'm sorry. Gen Z. What's this new generation, you guys? Gen Z. There's so it's many Gen labels Z. for things now. I it's don't even... Gen Z. Gen Z. Has Gen Z ever seen Jello wrestling? Fighting? They would probably worry about the Jello's feelings. like i'm super excited for your visit we're gonna have so much fun super fun i cannot wait to take you to eat croquetas Mm, croquetas my absolute favorite when a couple of old friends decide to reunite in miami something goes terribly wrong so you're telling me she said she would buy the croquetas and go to the beach you haven't heard from her in over 24 hours? Officer, no one just leaves for croquetas and doesn't return with them. Use your brain. When a Miami vacation turns into a Miami nightmare. Pero, like, this is a bakery. What does that sign say? Agotadas. ¿Qué? Niña, tú no entiendes español. Se acabaron. Pero, not even the ones de pollo? Espinaca? Not even bacalao. Sold out. This is the fourth bakery I go to. Bro, how can just everyone run out of croquetas? Two friends, one jaded police officer, the palmetto, and no croquetas anywhere, bro. Nightmare on 49th Street. Rated R. Coming to a theater near you. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> okay, I took a boomer. second for my okay, mind to. <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. It's a, no. It's they would a probably joke. they would probably be very concerned about uh, body positivity and. 
I'm really Violence. glad that this next generation is all about body positivity because God, I feel so relieved a little yes. bit, right? Me yes. Too. I I think that we should break the cycle of hating the younger generations. Yes. Like, I feel like that's what we've done for all of life and this next generation, They're I love awesome. them. They're I have awesome. I have to love them. Yeah. Social activism. Well, you have, <laughs> you made to. you made two. I made two, so now I have to really love that generation but I because know, but I have to Aren't they already like an alpha, Gen Alpha? Is that I don't even oh, know. Is that the next one? That's oh the next God. one for people who are just being born, like like in the last uh, few years. That's yeah. probably them then. Yeah. So well, I, I have to be invested in the younger generation because I'm raising them. I don't ever. I never got the idea. Of, why do we hate the younger generations? Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. They're the ones that we're teaching. So yeah. if we call them lazy and a bunch of idiots, that's our fault, not yeah. theirs. And everything that happened to us is our parents' fault, if you think about it. Well, I mean, <laughs> sorry, Delina, not directly. Specifically what do you mean? Your bond, like, I am a, I'm, I am a product of my parents. But that, but, and the previous generations, like the housing market, it has been messed oh up because God, of all these people. Yeah. All yeah. of these. Uh, uh, I know you guys were bitching just the other day. Like, how'd you do it, Delina? Because we're stuck now. We have. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we got the short end of the stick, to be honest. I mean, yeah, the only way to do it is by having somebody give you money. Right. Like, that's true. That's basically how you can buy a house yeah. nowadays. Yeah. Like, there's no... Yeah. I'm not yeah, going to get a mortgage I, I, I'm being sorry. a freelancer. Excuse me, government. When you don't run out of money, you could then tell me how to manage my finances. Because... I mean, the government should stop eating avocado toast. <laughs> yeah. They really... They, they should yeah, stop they really the should. Starbucks runs, perhaps, yeah. maybe. Yeah. The White House. Tienen que comer en casa, que hay bastante comida en casa. Hay comida oh, en, la en la casa. casa. Oh, yeah. God. That's gonna Bro, come I up. feel like if we had to write a national anthem for all of Latin America, that would be the first line. Hay <laughs> yeah. comida en la casa. By the way, another part of who we are is we're improv people. <laughs> yes. It's not going to be great at first, you guys. Or I'm later. Saying, yeah, well. <laughs> I, I'm already... Let's, let's make them believe that eventually it'll get really good. I'm, a, I'm a sending this to the Emmys, to the Oscars. I'm a, it, this is gold. Yeah. This is genius. <laughs> if no one that... And anyone that doesn't see the genius, they're not geniuses. Oh, we're genius, all right. <laughs> oh, we're genius. All right. We just have to convince you people that we're geniuses. <laughs> but we know what's about to happen here. I, yeah. <laughs> So another thing before we go, I kind of wanted to bring up um, because I'm sure that our audience will also have things that have been said to them in regards to their weight or <sighs> weight in general. Right. Yeah. So what are some things, ladies, that people have said to you or a scenario that maybe only happens because of your weight? Oh, man. OK, I actually have a stand up. Uh, I have a joke about it. And this is actually a true thing. So, like, growing up, like, you know, my parents were like, okay, this, this girl is... And mind you, my parents were overweight, too. And my sister, whatever, we found her in a trash can. She's skinny and she's beautiful and I hate her. Um. I, can, I, can I relate to you here on that, too, as well? I am the little fat shit from my family. My sister's always been thin and my brother's always been super athletic with washboard abs. I am the little fat thing yeah. of the family. Well... Just kidding. I don't hate my sister. I love her very much. And it's very, it, this is a societal thing. Hey, people you think are better than you. That doesn't make me feel better. But anyway, um, my grandmother, um, in her infinite wisdom, thought like, oh, this poor girl doesn't know she's fat. So she would sing it to me. That's probably why I sing everything. 
So my grandma would be like, Diancita, Diancona is tremenda comelona. Translation, Diane, Diane, you eat a lot. I know, and they would, and I mean, they call us gordita. That's a term of endearment. Oh, yeah, but, but that's it's calling like fatty. It's like calling somebody in English, hey, fatty. In, in Venezuela, they love to say gorda as a term of endearment, but yeah. like in between models and actresses. Yeah. So they'd be like, ay, gorda, mi amor, ¿cómo estás, mi gorda? And I'm, every time anybody says that to me, that's Venezuelan, I immediately correct them. Because I used to not correct people when they would hurt my feelings. Yep. And now I'm like, no, I'm going to tell you exactly how I feel. No me digas gorda. I don't care if it's a term of endearment. You're not allowed to say that to me. Yeah. Yeah, we're done with the fuck shit. I think at our yeah. age, like, oh, we're yeah. starting to finally, like, put the boundaries up because we don't feel like we have to, like, make it easy for anybody else. No. Nope. It's hard for us. Why do we have to make everybody else comfortable? No, I, bro, I, all my life, my, my number one struggle is to not make people uncomfortable. And I have been put... I've put myself in situations where I am super awkward and uncomfortable and hating life. Just me. Para no joder. Right. So I, I don't cause a conflict. Yeah. yeah. Going back to something that people have said to you specifically in reference to my weight. I remember when I was working um, and I lost a bunch of weight and I would have to deal with people backstage and workers and grips and producers or whatever. People would take me more seriously when I was at my skinniest. Like, really? I, I noticed wow. that being fat, being overweight kind of infantilizes you in a way. Like people treat you like a child. Okay. They're like, how ah, could this yes. person gotten this big? They must be dumb. Right. Because they associate yes. weight with not being able to control yourself uh-huh. or not controlling your impulses. Therefore, right. you must be childlike. Well, also, unfortunately, fat that people. That makes a lot of sense. And I never thought of it that mm-hmm. way. And now a lot of things in my life are making more sense because of what you just said. It's true. Yeah. But people when do treat skinny, you way different. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. I, I have. It's yes. It's the beauty bubble. Delina just had a breakthrough. Well, because it's absolutely. Everyone that celebrates. Thank you. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. But but it is true. I mean, look, and the breakthrough is I I, I know the differences because I've lived the differences. I right. know what it's like to be treated. But that's true. And I feel like yep. it, at work, that makes a lot of sense, too, in well, the workplace. There's another side to that coin, too, to play devil's advocate here, is that I also feel like when I was skinniest, I was more confident so I was that has being to more too. assertive okay. and more um, I got you. firm with my commands because I was also the person in charge. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I do think it's a combination of, of both. The good side of that is that, yes, you do feel more confident and you do feel like affirming yourself. Yeah. And the bad side is you realize that when you were fatter, people don't take you seriously. Yeah. Right. Or another fun thing, another fun thing. Super fun. About trauma. when you used to be fat and then you're skinny is um, people start to sexualize you more. Mm-hmm. So, oh, but then yeah. when you're married or they know that you have a husband, like for example, the people I worked with, then they would make jokes about like, um, oh, now that you're not like this, but like now that you're skinny, you know, we got to protect you so that, da- so that Danny doesn't um, lose you. Right. Because wow. now it's a, not, yeah, now you're eligible. Now you're desirable. Girl. So we got to cover you up. Right. Side note, guys. Nothing to do with this conversation. ADHD kicking in. Um, I went to go get a bottle of water and fill my car up with gas. And the guy's like, and I, and I was on my, you know, I got off I-95. It's always horrible. No matter the day of the week. I got off. 
I went to the gas station to buy water, and the guy's like, and I'm like, oh, water, where do you have the water? He's like, oh, here. He's like, oh, you speak English? Because he was on the way to Hialeah, and I'm like, yeah, I, I do. He's like, oh, I just moved here not too long ago from California, and he had an accent from another country. Ah, so pobrecito, he's trying to connect with somebody. No, 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 but then he was like, oh, do you sing? You seem like you have a nice voice. Oh, then he was flirting with you? And then he was looking at my boobs. Oh. Because yes. I had... I, Gabby saw what I was nice. wearing when I came in. I was wearing, like, I had mucho petronalidad out. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know? Her tetas walked in first. Yeah. Nobody's ever talked to my boobs before I don't have them. One day, maybe. But yeah. you know what? Then you have an <laughs> no. ass. You know, yeah, you but, yeah, but how, I'm not going to catch people talking into my ass. Oh, you'd be surprised. We <laughs> Delina, are I want to talk into your ass right now. Mic check, one, Such two, one, off two. Such an off-tangent, off-tangent, off-tangent. But basically, pero you can't well, have so, it all, bro. You can't have tits and ass. Todo, todo. Y yeah, face, right. todo. No, but you know what? Um, my fan has got hit on today. That's good. And I was like, um, she goes to the board and she's like, <laughs> ding. <laughs> a little, but little. you know, whatever. And and it's weird because when I, I try to be friendly, like, especially now that I'm doing like a lot more open mics, I'm doing comedy, you know, and, and I sit down, you know, and I don't know a whole lot of standups just yet because I'm, it's been a, a minute since I've been in the scene. And like, I try to talk to audience members and then like, They just take me being nice as if I want to, like, do stuff with them. And, like, they start to drink. And then, like, they get fresh. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm just being nice so you laugh at me later. Like, I'm not trying to. There you go. It's kind of of nice to know that even though we are overweight, we're still women. And we can still get harassed. It's great. (sighs) Harassment knows no limits. Not only can we feel bad about being fat, but we can also feel bad when people try to. Talk about our bodies. <laughs> like, it's just like, yeah, it's like uh, you're, we're never going to win. But you can't win. At the end of the day, I feel like ultimately it comes from within. You have to work on yourself. Yep. Because you can hate yourself skinny. You can hate yourself fat. Like, it doesn't matter. It's not really a matter of what your size you're in. Yeah. It's really how you feel. And, you know, luckily, I feel like, yes, although us three, we have struggled with our weight. That's never held us back nope. from getting on stage and right. being creative or defining us. Like, I don't want to be right. defined by that. And that's why I have so much conflict with the body positivity movement, because I support it. I love it. It's great. But for myself, like, I don't want to be defined by loving my body or not loving my body or my body in general. I am so many wonderful things. Right. But it's right. not it's not that you have to be defined by that, but that is going to help make you feel better. Yeah. In this body that you have, that whether it's fat or skinny, it's your body and it's going to help you do all the things you want to do. Yep. So, it, it, you know, we have to start working on our mind, on our, on our mindset. Yep. And it's hard because society has made us think this way and it's, oh, yeah. it's affected our families, which then it's rolled over to us. Now I have to make sure I'm in a good place so it doesn't affect my kids. Oh, yeah. Because I don't want... And look, a lot of things have happened for us in, in, in the last few years, like the Me Too movement and body positivity. These are all good things. There's so right. much shitty things in the world Absolutely. that although we don't want our way to define us, it is going to be a part of us. Yeah. So we do have to yeah. ha- love that no matter what yeah. size it well, is. Well, that's, that's what I love about One Podcast Fits All because we're not just going to touch on us being defined or not defined by our weight or our body. We're going to 
we're going to talk about what makes us as a whole. We're going to talk about who we are as women, as Latinas, as comedians, as fat or skinny people, and overall as people that have a friendship that can commiserate about these subjects and yep. want to record about it. Yeah, we can laugh about it, cry about them, and um, I'm sure there's so many other women out there just like us yep. who, who yeah. will, will identify and with some men. Stuff. And some no, I, and here's and some ooh, non-binary sorry. people. Oh, no, some, exactly. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. But, like, here's the thing. So, for example, like, in the clothing industry, let's think about the clothing industry, right? Like, there's always been, like, big and tall for men, and, like, for women, there's been a lot of, like, you know, for example, Old Navy has that bod, bod uh, whatever, exclusive thing, but it's only for the women's side. They didn't think about the men. Right, which is another thing. That's another thing. Yeah. We need to celebrate our chubby kings, too. Yeah. Uh, all bodies. Get, they can get their own podcast because they do have <sighs> masculine privilege. So, Well, yeah, right. I mean... <laughs> Women's voices have been silenced for so long. Listen, Susan B. Anthony and Susan Elizabeth, B. Anthony was plus size. Yeah. Well, Elizabeth <laughs> Caddy Statton and Gloria Steinem and Shirley Chisholm fought for the right for me to be able to talk about my fat ass on a podcast as a there woman. <laughs> and we'll be talking about, we've got so much to talk about. I mean, because like, yes, we don't want to be defined by weight, but there's a lot tied into that. Oh, so, for sure. Right, you know, right, ultimately, right. It, it is part of who we are. And, it and is. And it's the tough journey. to accept it sometimes. Right, it is. Yeah, and well, there's so much more we gotta get into. I used to, I used to, I used to chew donuts and then spit them out and not oh. swallow them. Fun eating disorder. Yeah, so we can. Mm. So we have lots That'll to talk about. Episode. Yeah, so <laughs> disordered eating. But. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Woo-hoo. We hope you stick around. We have so much to share with you, and we hope that you share just as much with us. Um, you can hit us up uh, one podcastfitsall.com uh, on our Instagram, one podcastfitsall. Hit us up there, and mm-hmm. um, well, we'll talk to you next time. Slide into our DMs. Slide into our DMs. Okay, fine. Slide into our DMs. I said it too. <laughs> fine. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye. Bye.